0: Good morning my adventuresome friends. I'm Jim Hinckley, your host for another adventure in Jim Hinckley's America. Today we're riding the rails and chasing the ghosts of Edsel Ford, Emily Post, Teddy Roosevelt and a few of the Rough Riders, Doc Holliday and Don Trinidad Romero. It's an adventure to the original Las Vegas, the one in New Mexico on the old Santa Fe Trail. Today's program is sponsored in part by the Grand Canyon Caverns. The destination for Route 66 Adventures since 1927. It's also sponsored in part by supporters of our crowdfunding initiative on the Patreon platform. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jim Hinckley's America. <coughs> Sorry about that. Hey, if you would like more information about today's adventure destination. Contact us through Jim Hinkley's America on Facebook. You will also find more information about the original Las Vegas in an upcoming blog post at our website on jimhinkley'samerica.com. I greatly enjoy driving the old double six, the two lane highways and the back roads. Still, sometimes it's a refreshing break to simply sit back and let someone else do the driving. Riding the rails with Amtrak from Kingman to Las Vegas, a little great little day trip. It's more than just a different way to see the vast and colorful landscapes that embrace Route 66 in Arizona, New Mexico. It's also a bit of time travel, as this is the way many adventurers saw the wonders of the Southwest before the dawning of the Great American Road Trip and the birth of iconic Route 66. To enjoy an Amtrak odyssey, the traveler will need an adventuresome spirit A well-developed sense of humor will help. Our journey was set to begin just after midnight, but as is often the case, the train was late. So it was almost 1.30 in the morning before we boarded in Camden. From conversations in the depot with fellow travelers to boarding the train, the whole experience has been sort of like attending a slumber party with strangers. We boarded as quietly as we as possible and trying not to wake the other passengers and stowed our gear and settled into our seats waiting for the train to pull away into a starlit night. Been a bit tough, but I did catch a bit of shut-eye before dawn and caught a beautiful sunrise. A delightful way to start a new day on an Amtrak adventure is with a hearty breakfast in the dining car or a breakfast sandwich and coffee in the observation car as a Beautiful, beautiful landscapes glide past the windows. I do recommend, if you're traveling in the winter, a jacket or a sweater for time spent in the observation car because it can be a bit chilly. Riding the rails is also a great way to set the mood for some exploration in our destination city of Las Vegas. It's in this historic and picturesque little village nestled on the Galinas River that we find the ghost of Edsel Ford and Emily Post. Both of these famous personalities stopped here on their grand adventure west to California along the National Old Trails Road in 1915. This is also where we find the ghost of legendary gunfighter Doc Holliday and Mike Gordon. Before leaving for Tombstone, Holliday operated a saloon in Las Vegas. It was in front of that saloon in 1879 that Gordon, a former army scout, had the misfortune of incurring Holiday's drunken wrath. Las Vegas and the nearby ghost town of Romeroville were also the haunts of Don Trinidad Romero. Despite being a larger than life personality on the western frontier, with the passing of years, Romero has been forgotten. Born in 1835, Romero and his father established an expansive ranch near Las Vegas and built a pretty prosperous business hauling freight over the Santa Fe Trail from Missouri to the New Mexico Territory. He rose to prominence as a politician. During the year of American military occupation after the war with Mexico, General Kearney appointed Romero as the mayor of Santa Fe. Later, he was elected to the territorial House of Representatives, and in 1869 and 1870, he was appointed to serve as the probate judge of San Miguel County. In 1876, he was elected the territory's representative to the U.S. Congress, and from 1889 to 1893, excuse me, he served as the U.S. Marshal with Las Vegas as his headquarters. The arrival of the railroad in Las Vegas in the 1880s fueled the growth of the city and the Romero Mercantile Company. Soon Romero and his brothers had opened stores in several New Mexico communities and they became some of the wealthiest men in the territory. In 1880, Romero built a palatial home in Romeroville, south of Las Vegas. That's where he hosted dignitaries and celebrities. including President Rutherford B. Hayes and General Tecumseh Sherman, the fellow made famous during the American Civil War on his march to Atlanta. Now, just how wealthy was Romero? Well, legend has it that his mansion was built at a cost of $100,000. To provide a bit of perspective, consider this. The average wage for a blacksmith in 1880 was $2.50 per day. Romero died in Las Vegas in 1918. Our stock in trade at Jim Hinkley's America is telling people where to go. So if you plan to stay in Las Vegas, I suggest a night or two spent at the Plaza Hotel. This is a delightful little gym from the 19th century that faces the historic Plaza Square. The hotel has a wonderful restaurant with some very unique and delicious local offerings, a million dollar view, and to to tap off a a great day of travel, I suggest uh, having a drink in the time capsule saloon. As a bit of historic trivia, the street running in front of the hotel was the Santa Fe Trail. Hopefully by the end of this year, I'll be able to add another recommendation. La Costaneda, the queen of Harvey House Railroad Hotels, is about to reopen after more than a half-century of neglect and abandonment. Built in 1899, this sprawling hotel hosted the first reunion of Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders. Alan Affeld, savior of the La Posada in Winslow, Arizona, has acquired the Plaza Hotel as well as the La Costaneda. With his now famous attention to detail and the restoration of historic properties, he's giving this grand old hotel a new lease on life, And adventure is another reason to make Las Vegas a destination. Hey, well, it's time to wrap up this week's adventure, folks. I hope that you can join us next week for another episode of 10 Minutes with Jim as we venture west along Route 66 to Grand Canyon Caverns. As the song says, come along for the ride. With that said, I'd like to give a hearty thank you to the boys of the road crew for our theme song. If you want perfect tunes for a road trip, check out the road crew at roadcrew66.com. See you next week for another adventure in Jim Hinckley's America, mi amigos. Adios!